Hello friends, welcome back to another episode of Queer Tales. Today we'll be speaking about Carl Heinrich Ulrich, and so yeah, I hope you enjoy. Some time ago in Germany, there was a man with a gorgeous beard, unafraid of being called gay, unashamed of who he was, and his name was Carl Heinrich Ulrich. Oh, and by some time ago, I mean 150 years ago. Carl Heinrich Ulrich was born on August 28, 1825 in the eastern Frisian village Westerfield in the kingdom of Hanover. When he was a kid, he discovered that he's not like other boys, since he liked both men's military uniforms and women's clothing, as well as their pastimes. This caused him to become a very confused child. When he was 14, he had his first homosexual encounter with his writing instructor. Yeah, I'm Chris Hansen, Mr. Writing Instructor, why don't you take a seat over there? And Carl was like, am I gay? He graduated from Gottingen University in 1846 with a degree in law and theology. Afterwards, from 1846 to 1848, he studied history at Berlin University and wrote a lengthy essay in Latin about peace of Westphalia, though that's not important. What's important is that around 1846, Carl was like, Yep, I'm totally gay. When he got out of school, Carl was an official administrative lawyer for the District Court of Hildersheim, but was fired due to homophobia. In 1862, Carl had enough and told his friends and family that he was an Erning, aka a person of the third sex. I'm gonna try my best to speak Latin. Anima molibris virulet corpori. Inclusa, a female site confined to a male body. A male site confined into a female body would be a lesbian, and no, I did not research the Latin term for that. By day, Carl was ordinary citizen Ulrich, but by night, he was... Numa Numantius. Not much of a superhero name, but, like, still... Under that name, he wrote five essays that composed partially of the studies on the riddle of male-male love, aka everything you need to know about homosexuality. He wrote that homosexual love was biological and that the growing enlightenment would lead to homosexual equality. Homophobia would just be perceived as dumb as the witch hunts of hundreds of years ago. Mr. Carl, you are indeed a prophet. Carl literally coined terms for sexual orientation, like earning, a guy who likes guys, and doining, a guy who likes girls. Fun fact, those words were based on Plato's symposium, which, as Wikipedia states, two kinds of love are discussed, symbolized by an Aphrodite who was born from a male, Uranus, and an Aphrodite who was born from a female, Doine. Ulrich also coined words for the female counterparts, Erningen and Doningen, and for bisexuals and intersexual people. In the 1860s, Carl went on his grand tour of Germany, publishing his works and dodging the police and, you know, all that jazz. His books were banned in 1864 by the police in Saxony, then in Berlin, and later in Prussia, where Bismarck was all like, it's Anschlussing time and got Hanover get handed over in 1866. He was arrested by the Prussians twice 
and he got his gay poetry confiscated from him. But why the gay poetry out of all the things? Uh, no, that's that's illegal. You you can't deprive a Carl of his gay poetry. No, just no. Just pretend that didn't happen there. Anyways, moving on. Carl was jailed twice for a brief period of opposing Prussian rule, and then he was released. Carl left Munich, still holding in his heart a grudge against the Prussian government. On August 29, 1867, Carl became the first gay activist when he pleaded with the Congress of German Jurists in Munich to legalize gayness. He did so in several other German states. He wasn't too popular with the folks, but hey, Carl was a man ahead of his times. Oh, and he would have probably fought to legalize German sparkle parties if they existed back then. I like German sparkle parties, sparkle parties, sparkle parties. Yes, that was a joke. He then came out to the entire German nation. Wonder how that went? He revealed his true identity in his sixth book, where he wrote a legal statement in support of a man who was jailed for being gay, which got him banned from Hanover. He later hopped over to Würzburg before hopping over to Stuttgart. The times were starting to catch up to Karl, as two years later an Austrian, also named Karl, Karl Maria Kurtbeny, coined the term homosexual, and sexual orientation became the talk of the 70s, not to be confused with that time period where disco was relevant, the Poor Health Ulrich published his 12th slash last book in his series Studies on the Riddle of Male Male Love in 1879 before sighing and leaving for Naples in 1880, for he felt that Germany was a lost cause. After the German unification in 1871, the not-so-awesome Prussia placed a very strict penalty on gayness. He wandered around the Italian countryside for a while before finally settling in L'Aquila and improving his health. In 1895, he got an honorary diploma from the University of Naples and died on July 14, 1895. Yep, he just died and was forgotten, as what happens to most folks. Engraved on his grave are the words, Exile and Pauper. In the late 1980s, Carl was brought back up again when gay became popular. Streets in Munich, Bremen, Hanover, and Berlin were named after him. Every year on his birthday, people would read poetry and have a street party, which I assume had a lot of Germans and sparkles. His grave is often pilgrimaged by a lot of people, and in honor of Ulrich, the International Lesbian and Gay Law Association hands out a Carl Heinrich Ulrich Award for people who make important contributions to sexual equality. Remember those banned works in Prussia? Of course you do. How could you forget? Well, some of them were found in the Prussian State Archives and published in 2004. Yay! Yeah, so in conclusion, Carl was a hipster who enjoyed being gay before he became mainstream. So yeah, he was an all-around great dude. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and see you next time on my channel. No, this isn't YouTube. My podcast. <laughs> God. Bye!